Welcome everybody. This is How to English Teach and Learn with Gavin M. It's a podcast about teaching and learning English as a foreign language. All opinions stated are personal and references will be given where possible. It's that time again. Yay! Uh, episode 36 called What did we decide? Wording. 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 Yes. It sounds a bit like wording. Something's coming. Wording. 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 How to word. Wording, which is actually a verb. It's a bit like that famous cartoon, Calvin and Hobbes, you know, by uh, what's the... Bill Waterson. With Bill Waterson's um, cartoon strip, Calvin and Hobbes, when Calvin says he likes to verb words <laughs> and he likes verbing. Oh, yeah. And I love that. I've always remembered that Does... from when I was a little kid. Oh, to verb. that's lovely. To verb as a verb. It's lovely. Are there some examples you're going to give us? No, that was it. He said, I love verbing words. Oh, and uh, okay. then I think Hobbes the cat just starts talking about how, yeah, of course, language is a way of uh, being clear and communicating with each other. But oh. if you start doing things like verbing, it would be totally impossible to understand what anybody's talking about. <laughs> but it seems to be a bit of a theme with us. Okay. Um, before what go, go on. I just wanted to say before we start, I have a very important correction from last week to make. Oh, did we make a mistake? We made a mistake what? because we said, or I said, that Will Young won X Factor. Oh, I'll put it in the footnotes, don't I? He didn't win X oh, no, Factor. Did, did show notes. Show notes, Gav. Show notes. He didn't win X Factor. He won Pop Idol. Yes. And he did actually win, so we shouldn't take that away from him. So he did win it. you were wrong and I was wrong we and were, we are sorry. We were both wrong. We should never have said X Factor, second place. No, not true. Not Will, true. if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. So go on, Gav. Well, um, yes, wording. So that's today's episode and we're going to talk about words. Yes, um, we're going to break it down into three parts. The first one, I think we could use word types. Mm-hmm. Second one will be words in sentences. We might talk about transformation, these kind of typical activities that teachers will do with their often exam students, but mm-hmm. uh, various different students. And, and this might be very useful for the students listening. They might be able to take part in some of the activities mm-hmm. with us today. Nice. And finally, we're going to look at new words. Ooh, that sounds fun. New words like, you mean new invented words or new words to the dictionary words? Both. Okay, great. Yeah. What's right. the difference between new words and new words in the dictionary? Well, I think, well, you're going to start with, okay, I just think that, that sometimes words that go into the dictionary are not actually new words. Words that oh. go into the dictionary have been around for a very long time, but then they finally get into the dictionary. That is a great lead in for the final part of the show. Which we're going to start at the end or now. No way. I'm starting at the beginning because that's what's in my head. At the beginning with yeah. the first thing word you said. Types. Word types. Okay, right. so word types. As you know, we've got nouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs, prepositions, conjunctions, and various other names, which are very important for students to learn if they want to, because it really might help them learn English. Mm-hmm. And a great way for teachers and students to practice this together is where you have a table and table no not the table you just hit with the pen a table (laughs) like uh on the board you might have or or, on a piece of paper and it's divided into sections and i'm gonna test m oh my god 
with you... a few because these will be really easy for you because you're you're a very high level speaker you've okay. been speaking english all your life basically yeah so typically what the teacher does is they will tell the student uh, a word like a noun uh-huh. and then the student will have to give the verb okay the adjective okay. the adverb and even possibly a negative word which would be quite nice you do like the using what, what's the little words we put at the beginning of words to make them negative or prefixes yes or, or maybe a suffix we might need one mm-hmm. of those as well mm-hmm. so let's have a look so i'm going to jump straight in with my first noun it's action mm-hmm. So can you give me the verb? To act. Yes. Adjective. Active. Wow. Adverb. Actively. Yeah. And could you make it negative? Inactively. Wow. That's Is it. That, can it be an adverb? Inactively. He inactively or she inactively <laughs> did something. Doesn't right, sound Does it? <laughs> so I like it, but it's probably not that common. Maybe inactive as the adjective Definitely. is used. It suits, it suits as the adjective, yeah. All right, I was um, very inactive yesterday. That is a fact. <laughs> I didn't do much. Okay, what about decision? Okay, can you give me the verb? Decide. The adjective? Decisive. Yes, and the adverb? Indecisive. No, sorry, adverb, decisively. Yeah, that's it. Can you give me a sentence using decisively? I chose my drink decisively at the coffee shop. Oh, I like that. I knew exactly what I wanted. Okay. But that is not me at all. Like, I'd stand for at least five minutes going, "Mm, maybe, I don't know, mm, I don't know. So you you could say indecisively. I'm very indecisive. That was the one I wanted to say before. Like, I I am very indecisive and I choose indecisively. (laughs) It doesn't matter what I decide. It's always the other one I think I should have gone for. I like it. That's great. I'm going to do one more with you. And students, if you're listening, hopefully you would have already realised that you should pause before M gives us the answers. But um, the, the next one, um, I'm going to use the word significance as the noun, significance. And this is a bit tricky. Uh, what's the verb, M? Mm, to signify, very, I guess. Very good, to got signify. it, yeah, exactly. Uh, the adjective? Significant? Yes. And you didn't ad- need to pause it that time. I paused myself. I I'm not pausing anything. <laughs> no. you've, been, you've been waiting. like. Well, you said about people listening might want to pause. I, I think I took a long time to respond to that That's one. That's true. Significant. <laughs> and the adverb? Significantly. You got it. You got all of them. That's absolutely brilliant. Thanks. A, a plus star. So well done with that. And obviously, as you showed us before, you can sort of create an example sentence. Write your examples down or tell your teacher, email them, record them. All, all of those are really good ways of sharing, practicing these new Yeah, words. I agree, though. I think it's good just for definitely for exam students that need to really know these um endings beginning like especially fce and cae and all those cambridge exams they always get tested on those um so it's great you know just i liked it it was a fun activity yeah it's it's from vocabularyhome.com i'm going to put it in the show notes yeah but i also like the added aspect of personifying there we go personifying it making personalizing that's not even the right word personalising it to make it memorable. Episode 36, wording. (laughs) Should we start again? (laughs) 
yeah, I've kind of just demonstrated how not to word. <laughs> so, yeah, you should always put it in a sentence, yeah. which I think is part two, isn't it? Words in sentences. It, I mean, you you need to actually use them, I think, for yes. your brain to really understand the construction and how they fit in the sentence. Definitely. And, you know, the word order and all of that, as well as meaning, it demonstrates I understood what the word meant as yes. well. Yes, yes. Have a little chat about it. I'm That's not right. sure about just this sort of parroting of... Blah, blah, blah. To, to be honest, some students do like making lists. Yeah. They do learn really well from Maybe lists. Need Other, others need to put it into practice, put it okay. into sentences. Well, yeah. So find, find what works for you. Depends on the student and the That's type it. of learner. But coming back to what you said about the types of words, nouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs, blah, 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 blah. You said it's important for students to know the names. I think for me, I don't tell them really. And and then maybe at the end of the lesson, like I this week I taught homophones. And if I'd started with today, we're going to learn some homophones or we're going to talk about homophones. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have, <laughs> the students would have been like, hmm? What, what was a homophone? Um, so I didn't really even talk about the word homophone. Okay. We just talked about words that were spelt differently, um, pronunciation similar. the same, um, but with different meaning. Oh. And then at the end of the lesson, I just said, and if you're interested to know what these are called, they're yeah. called homophones. Oh, right. And then they can Google it later and find yeah. their own examples. Or... or they may have, you know, uh, had lessons before about them and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's what they are. But I don't know if it's necessary really for people to be able to identify the names of these words. I think it might be quite useful, especially nouns, verbs and adjectives. Maybe. Maybe those. Adverbs. It helps teaching. It definitely helps you yeah. teaching. If you're teaching phrasal verbs, for example, mm. you do mm. need to say, what is it, a verb plus? Preposition. Or so you need to be able to say you need a preposition Or particle. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's useful if you need it as a kind of teaching tool. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be shouting at them. No, use an adverb. But I don't know what it is. I've done this in lessons and I've said, all right, you need a preposition. Come on, think of a preposition. And the student sat there for two minutes and then eventually said, what's a preposition? Oh. So it's it's only... Well, okay, so we teach differently then. I, I probably would teach them that, you know... The well, I, I do of... teach like that. I just think it's, it's worth remembering that not everybody knows what yes. these words mean or what okay. they're called or they forget. They just okay. forget because it's not like you have a conversation with someone and you say, oh, yeah, I was at the preposition the other day and it was just... There's no conversation where you can put the word preposition into it where it's naturally there it's only as a sort of learning tool. up is a preposition yeah uh, away is an adverb okay that's Gav. a sentence with preposition all right but in the teaching world it's it's okay but you don't have the normal conversation like oh. outside of the teaching no. sphere People, about these words you couldn't you couldn't ask your colleague what a preposition is because they probably wouldn't know well, it you couldn't say you know you probably couldn't say to your your mum oh that's a nice noun i liked what you said then <laughs> my mum doesn't know what a noun is well, she probably does. Sorry, Mum. You do know, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's not like it's an everyday thing you talk true, about. True. Well, talking of similar sounding words, can I say the sentence "buffalo, buffalo, buffalo, oh. buffalo"? No, I said it wrong, didn't I? Are you trying to put intonation into this to make it make sense? Yeah. Mm. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Absolutely. Yes? Yeah. Is it good? 
I think I lost you after the third buffalo, to be honest. Okay. I didn't even know that buffalo was a verb. To buffalo. To someone. buffalo. It's like to bully, I think. Yeah, it's, I it's not very know. common. Didn't know that. Okay. So I got like buffalo from buffalo, bully other buffalo. Basically. After that, pff, nah. <laughs> didn't get the rest. Okay, so there's lots of fun you can also have with <laughs> verbs, nouns, um, and, uh, other other words, other forms of words. So yeah, then... God, high-level class, that would be great, wouldn't it? Just to <laughs> sit there for an hour and pick that sentence apart yes. by the end of it. Definitely. Mm. Okay, so we've kind of covered the types of words. I thought we could have a look at some transforming sentences or transforming words within sentences. This uh-huh. is another really good skill. Yeah. Um, again, it comes up a lot in exams. So what I try to do, I do like I read the sentence to the student and then I give them a keyword and then I ask them to transform that sentence nice. using the keyword. Now, it is quite hard. It is definitely, again, for quite high-level students. Would you do this spoken or would you put it on a piece of paper or like on a card or something? Well, as I said just now, Sorry. I would speak to... I would read it to them because <laughs> I wasn't reading. Are you reading something? Are you no, busy? I was looking check, for... checking Facebook or something? I was something? looking for something in my notes, but okay. Does it work when you... Like, go on, give me an example then because it sounds a bit clunky. Okay, what do you mean clunky? Well, like for a listener, for someone listening to that, it would be quite hard to keep track. So how would it how would it sound? Go on, demo, demo. I will demonstrate right now. So I'm going to give you this sentence. I had never eaten a banana and cheese sandwich before. I had <laughs> never eaten a banana and cheese sandwich before. Uh-huh. Yeah, can you remember the sentence? I I had never eaten a banana and cheese sandwich before. Okay, but I want you to use the word first. First. Yeah. So, like for example, oh, this is okay. The, this was, was the, the first. That was the first time I had eaten a banana and cheese sandwich. That's it. Exactly. So, what are you transforming? Uh, well, you're using first, as in you're using that was oh. the first time, rather than I. Had never. Okay. Let me try another one with you. Um, I could because I've been thinking about your preference to tea. Mm. I was thinking I couldn't get through a whole day without tea. Mm. I couldn't get through a whole day without tea. Can you repeat it? I couldn't get through a whole day without tea. Okay. Absolutely. Long. 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 Um. So. I could, well, I couldn't, the day's long without tea. The day's too long. Too long without tea. Or I couldn't go for very long without tea. Okay. Too or good. couldn't go a day long without tea. Okay. I like that. I was, my, I was thinking that the day is too long to get through without tea. <sighs> That's nice. It's a nice sentence, that's isn't That's great because it generated about three or four different things. So exactly. that, that is really good. Yeah. There's not always one answer, although in the yeah. exams you might be limited to mm. uh, quite a specific answer and you would have to transform a specific mm. type or, or part of the sentence. With only so many words. Exactly, yeah. like use two or three words too. I think just as an exercise, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, I think you need to have quite high-level students to remember not only the sentence yes. but also to then... Put it into the sentence. Exactly. Remember at the beginning I was saying you would do this with a higher <laughs> yeah. level students? Did you? Right, yeah. good. Um, okay. But you could do that for a lower level with a piece of paper. You just give them the sentence yes. with the word written next to it that you want them to include yes. and then it's 
kind of easier. And you can you can basically do a gap fill. You yeah. Could, you could give them half the sentence or... Can I do one more? Yeah, yeah. Okay, M. There's no point asking Gav to help you. <laughs> there's no point asking Gav to help you. There's Repeat. no point asking Gav to help me. You. You. To you. help me. To help me. Yeah. Worth. It's not worth asking Gav to help me. Exactly. And it's, it's really nice, nice, all the words you're putting in gerunds rather than infinitives. And mm, it's wonderful. Very it, good. It's, it's great for the, for very the mind. Nice. Uh, there's a nice activity also in Old English File, uh, Unit 5B. I'm not sure at the level. I'm really sorry. I think it might be intermediate or upper intermediate. Um, it's called the bleep game, but I tra- I changed it to banana because banana's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I say a sentence like, um, Gav, after years of banana, they finally divorced. Again? So whenever I say the word banana, you need to think of a word that fits. Okay. So after years of banana, they finally divorced. After years of crime, Ooh. they finally... No, that's crime. terrible. Crime? Okay. Crime doesn't keep people together often, but no, well, it's yeah, not c- the... Exactly, because it forced them apart. It fits. I like your, and I like your logic, but it's not the word I've got written down. So can you think of another word? Fighting. Nice. After years of fighting, they finally divorced. No. Arguing. I'm, I'm thinking of an adjective, actually. Um... Unhappiness. Yes. Really? What was the sentence? After years of unhappiness, they finally decided to divorce. That's it. Exactly. Okay. Um, What about uh, one more example? That's a banana idea. Let's go to Paris for the weekend. Terrible. No, listen to my voice. Oh, okay. That's a banana idea. Let's go to Paris for the weekend. Oh, I like that because you're 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 reading it and you're actually demonstrating the sort of the happiness in the. That's that's a brilliant idea. Okay, brilliant, good, brilliant work. Fantastic, no, wonderful, d- incredible. Oh, wonderful, wonderful was the one I've got written down. But okay. you could keep going with that until you know that student has exhausted every single positive adjective that they know. Oh, I love that. It depends on the student. If you need to give them that kind of reward, like yeah, you got it right, but otherwise. You you could just say no, 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 no. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You can do more. Until their eyes bleed. Yeah. Okay. That's quite nice. And it's fun because in some, I couldn't think of a good example sentence, but in some, the, the word banana is really funny. Oh, the banana is actually, oh, I see. Like the banana would actually fit. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I like that So, yeah, much. that's a good one as well. Good okay. for... Re- minimum resources. Yes, as well. and you could always, you could. On the other hand, you could make a board. You can have like uh, move the counter around the board, throw the die. Mm, yeah. Um, where if they land, then they have to take a card, and then they have to complete the sentence, yeah, or they could. read it to somebody else who has to do it. And they could make their own. Exactly. Each other. Yeah, yeah. That's good. it. I like that. So um, that was words in sentences. Yeah. Part two. Can I just before should we, should we have move... a little bit of music between each part? Muzak. Before we move on, though, I did want to come back just to word um, it is kind of word transformation and word formation because there's a really good thing in new cutting edge upper intermediate unit two study practice. Page 134. See, I was ready with this one. <laughs> They've got a really good um, prefix suffix word forming nouns, gerunds, everything. It's just, it's amazing. It's yeah. a really well uh, constructed... How did you find that? 
I think I was just browsing oh, right. through books one day, okay. and it's got it's a little, quite a lot of information. But I like to sort of do one bit and then do an activity that practices it, and then sort of go back to the book, look at the next section, and then practice that. But yeah, really, really good resource. That's brilliant. Oh, I thought you were going to give us an example. Well, it would take a while. Okay. Well, we've, dominoes. We've... There's some really good dominoes um, games for practicing these. Um, I'm trying to think in, inside out. For making sentences? Or... For, no, for just making prefixes and uh, suffixes together. Oh, yes, so yes. 9C in inside out called dominoes. Mm-hmm. You can do that, um, but I don't know about online. I don't mm-hmm. know how you play dominoes online. But yeah, there's also a higher level one, I think, in the Cutting Edge book, okay. where there's actually four sides to the domino, whereas oh, wow. the Inside Out one's only got two, so okay. it's there if you need more challenge. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, I like those. So, for example, you're matching dominoes together, so you've got the word rational, and mm. then, you know, you're matching it with ir, yep. so it becomes irrational. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, what other examples? Um, wait a sec. <laughs> let me just, let me just... I just um, think of the word continent, but that, I mean, continental or... Yeah, in, in react, con- react, reaction or sad, sadness. Oh, I like those it. Those kind of things. That's loads of fun. And, and the, yeah, it's kind of good because peer, peer teaching, like the students can check with each other if yes. it's okay. And then at the end you can sort of say, right, put it in a sentence or yep, yep. make a story. I, I guess the teacher should monitor that because then mm. the students might make some yeah, mistakes. Yeah, you have to, definitely. Okay. Um, but as I say, that's sort of when we are face-to-face and we can actually be in the same room. Yes, now definitely. It's, I'm, unless I'm, somebody can think of a really good way of making dominoes online. I'm sure there are some, some versions of what you're saying, but, yeah, that, that's a great challenge for somebody. Yeah, okay. okay, so let's go on. So, part three, new words. New words. Now, now I, I think this at this moment that we're going through quite an interesting evolution of language, or, as you say, that maybe these are words that have been quite fashionable, quite popular... Uh, commonly used, but they hadn't entered the dictionaries until recently. I know, I think it was dictionary.com has added 1,500 new entries. Did you say 1,500? Yes, I Mm. did. Um, That might include sub... Would they call them sub-entries or something? Oh, right. So they're, Included they're not, in an entry. Yeah, so they're not actually all new words, uh-huh. but there are some that are new and some that are kind of parts of other words. Any good ones? Because I wanted to, like, mention... Because we talked about before gender-neutral words. Mm. Um, I think that's, like, a really good thing to focus on. I think some of those have been included. Mm. Um, there's loads of stuff for uh, LGBTQIA, mm. um, like... For example, homosexual is now referred to as gay. Mm. So we're sort of moving away from a clinical sounding word mm-hmm. to something that's like a bit more everyday language. Okay. And black, for example, referring to a culture or an ethnicity has now got a capital B. Mm. And that's loads of people been talking about that in the news, in the media. Some really, really good conversations happening. This might be good to teach as well. It would be. It would be very good. We could. I, I think that this episode might lead to another episode in the future where we really get into words a bit more because there's so much to talk about. Yeah. I looked um, at an article about Miriam Webster and they've added some as well. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're more corona-related. Things okay. like self-isolate and PPE. Oh, right. And WFH. Do you know what that is? Um, 
No. Work from home. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. That's nice. But they've also added others that are really relevant, like now to like deep fake. Wow. You know what deep fake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is? That's right. That's fake? where they get video of the president and they kind of make their lips move yep. to, to make it look like they're saying something they're Tr- not. Do you know truthiness? Um, it sounds like something you'd find on Reddit. It is, yeah. Okay. Basically, something that looks real but is not supported by fact. So I don't know how you use it in a sentence, though. This is the thing. Like, there's yeah, not we... a lot of truthiness to that, or there's too much truthiness. Is it a negative thing? Oh, See, God, I don't that's know a good either. Question. Really good ah. question. I've got. I thought about um, jabroni. What's jabroni. That? It basically refers to people as idiots. So you'd say, oh, that's that person's a real jabroni, like is an that idiot. With but a J or a G? A J. J-A-B-R-O-N-I. And um, some some people think perhaps it comes from the Italian word ham, which oh, I quite like. Okay. Makes that quite fun. <laughs> and um, also janky, which I think janky might be quite similar to dodgy. And ah. something, the British word, meaning it... kind of unreliable or right. untrustworthy. It sounds more American, though, for some reason. It is, exactly. It's interesting you mentioned that because it, uh, I think, came from the 90s uh, oh. from rap music. Wow, so it's only just going in the dictionary. Yeah, as according to dictionary.com again. Mm. So if, 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 if I'm not right, take it up with them. Okay, That's wow. It. Yeah, there was one more in Merriam-Webster that I liked, which was zonky. Oh, wow. Which I thought sounded a bit like an adjective. Like, I feel really zonky today. But I'm zonked it, out. Yeah, like that. But no, it turns out to be a, a hybrid of a zebra and a donkey. <laughs> that's amazing. Mm. Oh, I love these words. That, that's the wonderful thing about English is you can just sort of, oh, what's that, a portmanteau? Mm. When you start putting words exactly. together and creating your own. Exactly. That's it. I love that. Yep. Um, there's a really good podcast that I like. Can we promote other podcasts? Of course we can. We definitely should. Yeah, if there are any podcasts out there that want to get a mention, please let us know. Okay, so this one I like is called The Illusionist and uh, it's really about words and it's about um, the history of uh, and how they are created, where they come from. like the history or the origin of the, yeah. the root of Yeah, these. and it's fascinating. It, yeah. Um, so it I really like it and there was also some sort of conversations with people that are in the word industry so people that compile the dictionary those kind of things the world of words the world of words and, so and, academics and yeah others. there was some like uh, anecdotes of people who compile dictionaries who get people writing to them to say you must remove this word it's offensive <laughs> which one things like fold apparently fold as in to fold some paper yeah somebody wrote to say you must not use this word it's (laughs) offensive which made me think wow you know these things it sounds ridiculous but it's also really important to realize that you know you can't just pick a word and say don't have it in there just Mm -hmm. because you don't like it Mm -hmm. personally it's like you have to have this thing that represents language definitely definitely and it's something that we maybe we all agree on or people well argue about it's it's something that's constantly in flux it's it's always being argued about absolutely it's amazing yeah and i did want to mention um there is an article from quartz which uh the title werewolf is the most sexist word in the english language (laughs) and i was a bit confused because i'm always quite interested in words that have man in them like um woman or Mm. i don't know fireman etc because they they seem sexist but according to this article, and um, I've read a little bit more, um, 
apparently where, as in werewolf, which is from the word were, W-E-R, is actually male. Man-wolf. It's man-wolf, yeah. And the old English word for woman is actually whiff, as in like W-I-F. Whiff-wolf? Well, there isn't a whiff-wolf. That's the problem. <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. So, oh my God, run! The whiff-wolf is coming. It doesn't sound too scary, does it? So man, M-A-N, the word man actually means person. Ah. ah. So it's kind of like it's been, we, we attribute it to meaning male, but mm. actually traditionally were meant male and with meant female. Okay, wow. So all these words that have got man in them actually just refer to person. Uh-huh. Perhaps this is truthiness. Maybe this is a good example. <laughs> Perhaps this won't make it to the final cut. <laughs> we'll say, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I just wanted to end. I don't know if you've got some more stuff. No, I'm but done. Thank you. I, I wanted to end on, on some of the words. I really like words in English that start off as nouns and turn into verbs, as the listeners uh. have probably noticed. We do this from time to time. <laughs> um, but things like uh, parts of the body, like elbow, to elbow somebody mm. and to knee somebody. Lovely. And then I thought um, to eyeball somebody. Yeah. It's a really nice expression. Yeah. And maybe to foot the bill. Nice. That's it. Can I say to nose through something? Oh, I like that. That's really good. I don't oh. Maybe there's a few more that I haven't thought of. I'm just scrolling through my language of the body. I know. Now. I, I did. I ran up and down my body thinking of. <laughs> you ran all, up and down your body. Literally. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> let's end that then. Okay. So uh, on that bombshell. No. No. Let's wrap up. Okay. And say thanks everybody for listening to How to English Teach and Learn with Gav and M. See you next week. M, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.